My name is Alec Cowan, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. This podcast contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Hi, hello. You're currently listening to Orchata Squad with your host, Veronica Fernandez Alvarado and me, my name is But just kidding, Veronica's not here because she sucks and I am taking over this week. Um, but no, just kidding. I love you, Vero. <laughs> she's not here because she's doing amazing things in San Francisco because she's smart and all. But, you know, she thinks she's better than me, so fuck you. But you'll be missed. But here with me is one of my best friends and amazing woman in the University of Oregon. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Chloe Borchard, and I am a second year student here at the UO. I'm from Salinas, California, and thanks for having me here, Marianne. You're so welcome. I brought her here today because, well, I'll explain later. But first, um, Chloe, please explain to the listeners what you brought to make this podcast room a little bit better. I brought my little finger hand. <laughs> what is that? You know, like those, you know, they're like the little mini hands that you can stick on like a single finger. Yeah. And they just make everything funnier. Yeah. And I don't know if y'all seen those, but Chloe has like a browner version of like the hands, mm-hmm. which is cool because I've only seen like the white ones. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I found this one and I thought, yay. <laughs> the white ones just look so weird on my hands. Yeah. Um. And I brought this little Frida tile mm-hmm. because Frida is the love of my life. She's my favorite artist. Where'd you get it? My dad got it for me in Mexico. Cute. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry, y'all. You'll have to, like, excuse me because this is my first time hosting alone without Veronica. And as you know, she's an amazing host. So I'm kind of, like, winging this. So bear with me, please. Um Remember, R.I.P. Veronica. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Um, so moving on, we have the little shout outs. And Chloe, who are you giving a shout out to today? Isidora. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, tell us, who is this Isidora person? She is one of our best friends. She's super gay. So gay. Like, really gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, she was supposed to be a also a guest in today's episode but Mm -hmm. she's fake and she went home to portland Mm -hmm. so so fuck you but we love you yeah but no like tell us more about her like shout her out properly Uh, (laughs) you have to say nice things about her for once okay well ec is amazing she's from portland oregon um she was one of my first really good friends here in oregon we actually met on uh lesbian <laughs> dating site called, called her yeah this is an exclusive because they're little like snakes and they always say they made some they like met some like somewhere else well because whenever we meet someone like well like for example you two came home with me for spring break mm-hmm. and when my family asks where we <laughs> met first of all some of my family members don't know that i'm queer so i can't just be like oh yeah we met on a dating site like i have to lie yeah so, yeah, so sh- that's how we met, and we became really good friends, but she's just 
She's a really good friend. She's hilarious. She's super cute. She just shaved her head mm-hmm. and she looks so good. She thought that she would never be able to do that, but she did it. And she's just really inspiring. And she's really, um, I think her she wants to be an international. No, she was an international studies major, but I think yeah. now she wants to be a Spanish. I don't know. <laughs> it's always changing. Yeah. But yeah, she thinking of spanish um international studies Mm -hmm. oh she wants to have a law minor legal Mm -hmm. studies that's really cool but yeah she's super smart she's amazing i love her yes isidora is super smart if you ever get to meet her like she she's wild she's super funny Mm -hmm. really fucking weird sense of humor but like a good sense of humor because we all understand each other um huge Brockhampton fan like yes <laughs> yes huge Brockhampton and fan. she got to meet all of them and she has a photo with them <gasps> yeah and she was wearing Chloe's shirt actually that says what is it boys kiss boys god, god smiles. smiles yeah and fucking Kevin Abstract was like oh that's dope like let me take a photo of you on his camera yeah, so I know. fuck you <laughs> that's my shirt Kevin Abstract <laughs> <laughs> yeah no lucky ho but we love you so much and um you're so hard on yourself and we just want you to know that we appreciate you and we love you and as much as we give you shit we love you yes we do okay well beautiful um now moving on um well today's on to today's topic which is amazing um well today i brought chloe here because she is a fellow gay (laughs) and today's episode is all about the gays so um all my gays, thank you for listening. <laughs> and all the straights, um, go away. Shut up. Yeah. This okay. is a gays only event. Go home. <laughs> um, and yeah, actually, Vero, my other co host, or my co host, more like, um, she is also a fellow gay and felt queer. Um, so she said she couldn't join us, but she's here with us. Um, and by the way, she fully said yes to me saying she's queer <laughs> um it's not like i like outed her or anything but yeah um like i don't know just anything gay all about queerness chloe start us off hmm should we start off serious or should we well start? i don't know you can i was thinking of talking about my coming out story yeah tell us that um so let's see i actually kind of knew like i always knew and I was pretty open about it with my friends um like in middle school most of my best friends knew that I was queer we actually didn't really have a word for it I don't know what I called myself Mm -hmm. probably bisexual yeah um and so yeah they're all really supportive and but I never told my family and then in high school my sister was talking about um an old like family friend or my cousin's like best friend who was super cute Mm -hmm. and um, my sister brought her up in in a conversation like my sophomore year of high school and I was like about her (laughs) I was like yeah I think she's super hot and my sister was like what do you mean (laughs) and I was like like I'm into her and she was like you mean you'd like date her I'd be like hell yeah (laughs) And so that's when I told her and she was supportive, but she asked like a bunch of stupid questions Mm -hmm. because, you know, people straights ask dumb questions sometimes. And I told my mother the in the summer of after senior year of high school Mm -hmm. and mm, 
did I I called her into my room and I was like mom I have something serious to tell you (laughs) and she was like what and I was like just come into my room and she was like (laughs) scrubbing the bathroom yeah and so she finally came and like I was I just kept on like laughing and I was like never mind and she was like tell me and um finally I was like I like boys and girls and she was first she asked me if I was being serious but for the most part she was pretty cool with it but she also wanted to like put a label on it and she was like so you're bisexual and I was like well you can see it that way I don't like to use that word Mm -hmm. but I was just taking it easy on her and then she ended up saying that she didn't believe that bisexuals existed yeah I was like believe me they do and so I had to deal with that and then I was like tell dad for me that's super mm-hmm. weird and then I called my little brother Aiden into my room and I was like Aiden I'm queer and he was like that's rad Chloe <laughs> and Aww, he gave me a fist bump that's cute so that was super cute yeah and then I had like one of my first serious girlfriends um that summer actually mm-hmm. which none of my family knew about actually until later I like told them I was like you know that house that I would always go to that's actually my ex-girlfriend's house <laughs> oh shit yeah yeah no for me like um so i haven't like actually come out to my family Mm -hmm. um so yeah i still need to do that well i don't need to but i kind of want to um the only person in my family who knows is my brother and oh and two of my cousins but oh and then my cousin and his boyfriend (laughs) but Mm -hmm. um but i'm from my immediate family only my brother and i just told him this winter break um and I was like oh yeah like I oh like I like this person well one he's like oh cool and I was like yeah and like it's a girl <laughs> and he was like okay and and like waiting for the story and I was like that's it and he's like oh what like and I was like yeah I'm like gay and he's like oh shit okay cool <laughs> but like he didn't say anything like and he was like oh like why didn't you tell me and stuff? And I was like, well, I was just nervous. And he's like, oh my God. Well, I, he's like, oh my God, you're such like a uh, wuss, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just me. And I'm like, well, it's nerve wracking. Like, of course I was scared. And he's like, oh, but it's just me. Like, why didn't you tell me? And he was like, actually sad that I didn't tell him before, but it was nice. And then he like started making like hetero jokes, which I really oh, like, like we would be with my dad and then my dad would start like talking about golf or something and my dad would be like it's just hetero things and I was like oh my god that's so cute <laughs> um and then but um and then he was he would be like oh my god you're my favorite gay and I was like oh thanks <laughs> but actually to my friends um well actually not all of my friends from back home know mm-hmm. but if you're listening hey y'all I'm like gay <laughs> but um yeah, I came out kind of like to myself my freshman year of college. It was October. It was literally coming out week, I remember. And I like, I was so nervous and I kind of like wanted to tell people, but I wasn't sure of like exactly what I was or like what I wanted to identify as. And I was like, well, like, I think I'm bisexual. Like, I don't know. And I was like, maybe like, maybe I'm just not straight. Who knows? And I remember I was like in my dorm and I was like, pacing around and I called one my best friend and I was like hey like I have something to tell you and she's like what and I was like oh I'm like gay bye I don't know and she's like oh my god that's awesome like and then no she actually told me like 
I, I don't know why, but I had a feeling you were going to say that. And I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? She's like, oh, I don't know. You've been like acting weird like all week, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, you know. And then we like did a three-way call of like her and my other good friend. And like we we were both like, hey, yeah, <laughs> this this is a thing. And she's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And then I like FaceTime a couple of my friends back home. And it was nice. They were all obviously like super supportive. And now they're all like asking me questions questions and stuff because I don't even know if I have a label myself which is kind of interesting because I don't identify as bisexual but then in my head I'm like is it because some internet like internal internalized yeah internalized (laughs) I don't know I couldn't say it internalized like biphobia kind of shit Mm -hmm, because like is a huge thing and Isidore always tells me that I have that yeah like biphobia is like real in the queer community you know and like I don't call myself bisexual and Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's because of that Mm -hmm. and because like I like you I like men too which is gross but but yeah and like but at first at first I like came out as bisexual but then I realized I'm like well like there's more than two genders you know like so like if I like someone who is not a binary Mm -hmm. like that fits into the binary that doesn't mean like I'm gonna stop liking them because of Mm -hmm. that so I was like okay like maybe like then pansexual is like the word I'm looking for but Mm -hmm. I don't again I don't know why I like don't identify Mm -hmm. as that and honestly I think it's some internalized 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 shit (laughs) that like about labels Mm -hmm. so I just kind of say I'm queer and like gay just for I use those two I use those two too yeah and um yeah so like the queer term is just kind of like an umbrella term Mm -hmm. what they call Mm -hmm. but I like it and like I don't know if you've ever seen that meme of this guy it's like someone with like um kind of like lightning bolt lightning bolts like from their head (laughs) no 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 (laughs) oh my god Chloe just made like the funniest (laughs) funniest face but no it's like this like cartoon of like this man with like lightning bolts and coming out of his head and it's like each like every time it goes down it's like bigger lights coming out and it's mm-hmm. like when you first come out it's like i'm bisexual and then well i don't think there's i think there's more than two genders so i'm like bi or i'm pan and then well i don't know like i just don't like labels blah blah blah. and then it, it ends with like saying i'm gay <laughs> it, i don't know it's so funny i have but, not seen that but yeah that's kind of how i feel so i just say like gay for everything mm-hmm. nice yeah i don't know um what else about being gay how do you feel about like do you have like sometimes do you think about your both identities as like latinx or like woman of color and like Mm -hmm. being queer like how do you think that affects your life or how do you see things differently Hmm. well for me like in with my grandparents um like, I would never feel comfortable telling them mm-hmm. about my queerness just because I grew up, like, they're very Catholic and super not cool with queer people. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's definitely affected, like, me feeling, like, comfortable being out and about. And also being Latinx, like, Latinx um, groups um, tend to be kind of homophobic mm-hmm. and exclude queers. And so that's tough, too, if you want to be in, like, Latinx spaces. 
luckily here at the University of Oregon, there's this group that we're both part of called Mujeres. Mm-hmm. And um, lots of people on the board are queer and it's just really queer inclusive. And yeah, so that's been cool. But yeah. Yeah, for me, like, I don't know. I think it's like, well, it's just harder to like add things to your identity, you know, it's like life is already hard as like a woman of color. And then like, mm-hmm. let's add queer into it, you know, mm-hmm. and like homophobia and all that. And yeah. I think it's just, but also like, since I kind of like, came out to myself or to the world I guess like I definitely see things very very differently like Mm -hmm. now I'm just kind of like of course like I don't hate straight people but now like all the content Mm -hmm. even like we talk about this a lot like all the content we search for is like Mm -hmm. movies tv shows like Mm -hmm. if it's not queer we don't care yeah you know exactly it definitely yeah and also it's tough because like now like if we're people of color and gay Mm -hmm. and women it's like so many things to annoy us (laughs) yeah like yeah yeah. no because like it's just like when we get like one gay character in a movie Mm -hmm. it's like oh my gosh yes finally you know because it's like Mm -hmm. so refreshing because we don't get anything else yeah and we like um so like every movie but then um what were you telling me about like actors and stuff like that you search oh yeah um, I do this thing wherever, whenever I watch like a queer movie or like lesbian movie, I like always look up the actresses right away just to see if they're actually queer. And when they're not, it's such a letdown. I'm like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. I don't understand why it's so hard mm-hmm. to just get queer people playing queer people. I know. Because it's like for actresses, just something you can like, they think you can just like take on and off, you know? Mm-hmm. But then what I'm thinking, like, like the first thing that came to mind to me was like blue is the warmest color just because mm-hmm. like so fucking gay mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's like w- one of the first movies that i saw and i was like oh, why do i like this you oh know? i loved it <laughs> yeah and like well they're both not queer in real life mm-hmm. but in my head i'm like how the fuck can you not be queer after doing that i know yeah right mm-hmm. like it's like how did you not like it <laughs> so who knows but yeah like that's why representation in film like i've talked about this before but just representation in film with like queers Mm -hmm. it's so important and what i love for example um with like a lot of movies if you notice like all the queer movies or movies lgbtq plus um all the movies are about that like if it's a gay movie or like if there's a gay character it's Mm -hmm. about the if it's a gay gay main character, mm-hmm. it the movie is all about them being gay. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how hard it is to be yes. gay. But it can never just be like, ooh, fun. Like, mm-hmm. gays living in a normal fun life. Yeah, like it's not about, it's like, oh, I'm gay and like no one accepts me and I have to mm-hmm. come out and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's so frustrating. Can we just get like it a... It seems ro- like they're queer movies that are like um, meant for a straight audience. Oh, definitely. And like... I mean, that's, like, nice for, like, straights to, like, <laughs> see something and, like, feel bad and maybe mm-hmm. they'll stop being assholes. But also, we want movies to watch, too. Yeah. It's what they call, like, mm-hmm. the trauma porn. Mm-hmm. White people, especially white cis hetero people, love um, trauma porn. Mm-hmm. Like, they love to see people suffering and then they like feeling better about themselves because yeah. they're not, their life is not shitty like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
I just want a movie where like gays are existing. Yeah. Like it's a comedy or it's like a rom com and it just happens to be gay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brown Girl web series because yes. they do that really well. Yeah. I love that series. If y'all haven't watched it, you really, really should. It's online. It's called Brown Girls Web Series. And it's directed by this um, queer woman mm-hmm. named Sam Bailey. She actually came to the University of Oregon to gay to like first screening (laughs) it's all in my mind um to gay it up um and we got to meet her and she's amazing and in the series one of the characters is two best friends and one of the characters she is a woman of color and she's queer and like only one episode in one episode she like comes out to her sister Mm -hmm. but it's never about her being gay it's just a normal relationship she has relationship problems with this woman and like she happens to be gay Mm -hmm. you know it's like i just want that like just gays existing Mm -hmm. that's why i'm becoming a filmmaker to be (laughs) to do shit like that yes do you know like any other movies that let me think Because, like, for example, like, new gay movies like Love, Simon, Mm -hmm. which actually I went in with, like, very low expectations because everyone's, like, hyping it up and shit. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a white male gay. But, Mm -hmm. um, and, like, but it's actually really, really cute. But it's cute. But it's about him being gay. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, we just want, like, a rom-com. Yeah. Something. I know. Um, yeah. We need more queer content. So, y'all, if any of y'all are like filmmakers or something one hit me up mm-hmm. <laughs> to make queer content mm-hmm. and write gay characters like also the whole like gay best friend stereotype has to fucking go yeah like that shit is <laughs> that shit's old and also we need more i feel like we need more like women queer stories definitely it, there's more like gay men and mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. which is why also like a lot of movements and stuff are um, led by white people as well. Oh, yeah. That's what I was wanting to talk about. Just mm-hmm. how the gay movement in general was led by lots of white, heterosexual, middle class males. Okay, no, actually. Oh, wait, I didn't mean heterosexual. Fuck. <laughs> white, <laughs> white gays, white middle yeah. class gays. No, but what? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what I'm thinking is actually like for example like the whole um like a lot of the gay movements were Mm -hmm. actually started by black trans women yes especially black women or Mm -hmm. black um gay women but they're not talked about exactly yeah there's an erasure there Mm -hmm. Erasure. Um, <laughs> erasure. 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 Okay. Just so you guys know. Y'all. I, y'all. Just so y'all know, I really love to make fun of Marianne when she messes one word. Uh-huh. But I make fun of everyone. I don't know why it makes me laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> shout out of me messing up my words. But whenever I'm around her and she's messing up <laughs> words, then I fuck up my words too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was saying that a lot of activist movements of queers were actually mm-hmm. started by women of color. Exactly. Uh, specifically black trans women. And mm-hmm. they're not talked about. Mm-hmm. And that's why um, everyone's like talking about gay white men. Mm-hmm. And also there's a difference between, I don't know if, Y'all ever heard this? Because a lot of people I know haven't heard about this. But Chloe, can you please explain to us what a white gay is? Uh, can I? Yeah. Why not? No, you explain it better. No, come on. No, you. Okay. Well, okay. So you can be white and gay 
obviously. That does not make you a white gay. A white gay is um actually usually men. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually cis men are like white gays. Um and basically they're like racist mm-hmm. and transphobic and all that and like so they think that just because they're gay makes them like equally oppressed as everyone else mm-hmm. i would say it's kind of exactly. like I, f- I would feel like it's kind of like the gay version of the white feminist yeah so it's like you can be white and a feminist but don't be a white feminist so yeah. you can be white and gay but, but don't, don't be, be a white, white gay, gay. <laughs> yeah and it's like you know those guys that i'm like grinder not that i have grinder but i meant on social media they're like no fatties and like no mm-hmm. this and like it's mm-hmm. all like white dudes yeah i took a class this term talking a lot about how there actually is lots of competition in gay communities and like i don't know where i was gonna go with that just we <laughs> were talking about that in class and it's interesting well moral of the story don't be a white gay mm-hmm. be white and gay but don't be a white gay <laughs> um what else Hmm. Oh no. Ooh, maybe queer um singers. Queer. Like Sid. I love Sid. What? Okay, so now, um talking about queer content. Um, I love that now the music industry is starting to feature a lot more like gay artists. Mm-hmm. Tell us a few of your favorites, Chloe. One of my super big favorites is Sid the Kid. Now she just goes by Sid, I think. Mm -hmm. But she was a member of the group Odd Future, and she was also the lead singer in the band The Internet. Um, And she just came out with her debut album called Fiend. Wait, that was last year. (laughs) That's her debut album, Fiend, and it was her first album by herself. But she's super cool, super queer, um, and all of her songs, like, she uses, of course, like, talking about girls Mm -hmm. and she and like it just feels so good yeah because like lots of songs on the radio used to be like it would talk about like if a girl was singing it would be like about a guy Mm -hmm. and so it's nice to hear like a girl singing about girls sexually i'm like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) yeah um also do you listen to kehlani i do listen to kehlani okay tell me more about Kehlani and her gayness because I actually don't listen to Kehlani like I know a couple songs but like I she's super gay (laughs) some songs are gay and some aren't Mm -hmm. I actually didn't know that she was even queer until um maybe like I I don't think till last year Mm -hmm. I think it was Isadora who told me actually because she was like um she told me to watch a video I'm pretty sure and so I remember in Bean that's the hall we Mm -hmm. lived in last year and that's where we met um (laughs) I was sitting on the toilet, and so I was playing the video. I don't remember what it's called, but Kehlani's singing about some girl. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, yes, I love her. Yeah. And then we also have Hailey Kiyoko. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, like, I don't Don't love... Don't like her music. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm not a huge Hailey Kiyoko fan Mm -hmm. just because, like, all her music is, like, super pop and Mm -hmm. very Disney channel-y. No offense to those who love her music. Exactly. No, mm-hmm. that does not mean it's just bad. not our style. Yeah. And but her music videos are so good. Mm-hmm. They're so gay. Mm-hmm. And it's like her like pursuing a girl. And uh-huh. they're beautiful. Yeah, I'm obsessed with watching those videos. I know. Any yeah. queer content will eat up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, what else? Um, being gay and dating. 
what Ooh. what do you have to say about being gay and dating oh my gosh well first we can talk about the dating sites that yes. we use to date mm-hmm. so like when i first wanted to get out there in the queer community when i wasn't meeting anyone which was um after i got out of high school during the summer and so i literally just googled lesbian dating apps <laughs> oh no <laughs> and her popped up mm-hmm. and i was like okay i'll get her and so that's how i met my um ex-girlfriend and it's really funny how quickly things went and mm-hmm. that's like a stereotype with lesbians yeah, like actually like you'll be dating them for like two seconds and then moving in with them <laughs> yeah the next week but i mean that's kind of how it was with us mm-hmm. um we became a thing real quick um but yeah, her, I don't really like her anymore, to be honest. I just use Tinder. Okay, but explain mm-hmm. for all heteros what what her is. I mean, it's just, I'm going to open it right now mm-hmm. to look at it. Because it's actually really funny. They like, whenever you, so you can like someone and then they'll see that notification right away yeah. on like Tinder. So you have to be like pretty fearless. Like, yeah, no, actually. Okay, so like for y'all who don't know her, it's kind of like. Because a lot of people know Grinder, mm-hmm. so her is like the female or mm-hmm. the woman like mm-hmm. um, femme, mm-hmm. femme Grinder, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but I at first I would not. I was so scared to get it because it's so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Just because the moment on Twitter you can swipe, like swipe and swipe and swipe, and you they will never know you swipe for them unless mm-hmm. you match. Yeah. In her. The moment you like someone, they will know. They will get a notification that says like, oh, Mm -hmm. Chloe liked you or Marianne liked you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's too much. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not scared anymore because it's like, I I never judge someone for like liking me. Yeah, no. And, but what I was saying is, so whenever um, you match with someone, so if I like them and then they end up liking me back, it'll be a match. Mm-hmm. And then the app sends like <laughs> stupid questions to like try to start a conversation, but no one really ever like uses those yeah, to like start no. a conversation. Like, let me read one of them. There's a really dumb one. That's like, <laughs> this one's always asked. It always says, um, do you think Ellen would be a good lover? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> would she? Uh, I don't know. I, I think so. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Portia and her have been together for a while. So, mm-hmm. like... She's got to be doing something, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's super intimidating. I remember the first time... Well, I had Tinder. Oh, my gosh, I hate admitting this in public, but now here I am exposing myself. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I had Tinder, like, my freshman year of college. I mean, I still do, but, like, um, I had it and, like, guys. And then I, like, slowly am, like, ooh, guys and girls. Mm-hmm. And it's been so long since I have it in just girls now. Um, but it's kind of, like, a little step, you know? Mm-hmm. But I liked, yeah, I have Tinder and her. I actually just deleted my her a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. But I think t- I like Tinder way better. Mm-hmm. What I always do is I always, like, mainly use Tinder. But the shitty thing is that there aren't that many girls on it like you'll mm-hmm. literally swipe through for like two seconds yeah. and then they're gone yeah and then i'm like fuck i'm bored so then i put on guys <laughs> and then i'm like fuck bad decision <laughs> gross yeah and then i re-download her yeah and i'm like okay no i've seen all these same girls mm-hmm. and then there's nothing to do i know but also i mean i personally um not prefer i personally 
would like to see more women of queer women of color on exactly. dating apps. It might be hard since we are in Eugene, which yeah. is a predominantly white community. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm from Salinas and there is lots of brown people there and so i mean when i go home it's like lots of brown people yeah i went i went to spring um for spring break i was with chloe in her house in salinas and there are so many people of color like Mm -hmm. women of color Mm -hmm. on tinder and stuff Mm -hmm. and it's like i'm moving which also surprisingly i went to utah for a conference for a Mm -hmm. conference there were so many women of color on tinder and i was like the fuck (laughs) i was like in utah really i know yeah, and I'm like, I thought everyone was Mormon here. <laughs> so, who knows? But, um, yeah, dating. Also, dating while queer. Okay, disclaimer, I've, like, never dated. So, <laughs> this is all coming from, like, people telling me shit. Mm-hmm. So, Chloe can speak more to this. But I feel like dating while queer is much more hard or, like, harder. harder. Because you don't know anything. You kind of, mm-hmm. like... Well, yeah, you never like when you're growing up in like elementary school, you like when you have sex ed, mm-hmm. it's like the boys and girls are separated. And then you talk about straight <laughs> sex and yeah. straight stuff and like just everything that's shown to us that's like seen as normal is always like heterosexual. And so we don't really get the same mm-hmm. education, the same knowledge about stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like with I know, for example, me and Isidora have talked about this like we say like gay sex you mm-hmm. know and you get mad at us because you're like it's not gay sex it's just mm-hmm. sex mm-hmm. which it's true yeah like mm-hmm. it's just regular sex yeah which is harder because then you like like it's not like in straight sex mm-hmm. um like people are just like oh penis vagina at the end mm-hmm. but then it's like when it's like two women it's like mm-hmm. there's so much more to do yeah Ooh, there's something that i do want to talk about i just yeah. thought of um it's not about sex, though. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Just when I go to parties. So I, like, look pretty femme. Like, mm-hmm. I'm super femme. And so if a guy comes up to me and he hits on me and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm gay, he won't take it seriously at all. Mm. And he'll just, like, nudge and nudge. And he's like, no, you're not. You're too pretty to be gay. Like, you're not gay. Oh like, shut gosh. up. And it's Shuts just fuck so up. fucking annoying. And, like, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But, that's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to talk about, a, like, kind of, like, our gaydars. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, Do gaydars exist? I don't know. I like to say <laughs> I have one, even though I always fuck it up. Yeah. It's more like I always say the people that I want to be gay are gay. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, obviously, 110 million percent, I believe, mm-hmm. you don't have to look a certain way to be gay. A hundred percent. But, um, like, sometimes you kind of, like, want to believe that, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's, like someone you think is attractive or something you're like mm-hmm. i wonder and it's just always so hard because then it's like if you're straight in the normal world like you kind of just assume everyone is straight and mm-hmm. just like okay yeah straight this, is always the default yeah and like this man is attracted to women or something mm-hmm. like that you know and like but when, when you're at parties and shit like you're like oh, is she like, whenever is we're she together gay? it's like yeah we're <laughs> always like oh she's got to be gay but that can also that's why i never know if i'm being problematic if i like see someone who <clears throat> looks i'm putting quotation marks up yeah looks gay yeah and then we're like oh she's definitely gay yeah and it's just like tough and also like for me like i'm always like oh like i'm no one thinks i'm gay like i need to look more gay but <laughs> yeah. it's like 
that's dumb yeah too. but they're like femme gays mm-hmm. like very like feminine mm-hmm. and if you're feminine that does not mean that you're not a valid gay you mm-hmm. know we're but, just invisible <laughs> but invisible also gay. can have some more privilege in lots of cases too mm-hmm. yeah i like um i think it's funny when like you see that you and me are together and we're always like because the three of us have very different styles we mm-hmm. always kind of joke around have like when we go out together we look like we should be in three different types of groups of people i know because oh, we were talking about that when we were in santa cruz yeah because we all dress very differently mm-hmm. and like oh you belong with this group you belong with this group so like it's funny that like we're all friends mm-hmm. but um when we're walking and then we like see a girl that like stares at us like a little mm-hmm. bit too much mm-hmm. we're like gay mm-hmm. <laughs> especially but it always usually happens when they look at isidora i always th- whenever <laughs> a girl looks for a little longer i'm always like no she definitely looked at you isidora like yeah. why would she look at me like <laughs> but yeah because isidora looks more um, um what's, what's the, the word i always say butchy butch <laughs> i think she's but i that. what yeah but like isn't like butch like not used anymore i don't know i mean i think some can still use it but what is the word use stud stud but it's for for woman of color uh maybe androgynous i know oh reed used androgynous yeah um but yeah it's like hard because then some days when i'm getting dressed it's Mm -hmm. actually like hard for me to decide i'm like do i want to be femme or not Mm -hmm. which is like and i like I think it ties a lot with, like, my queer identity. Yeah. Because I'm like, am I feeling femme? And I'm not. And then, like, when I'm super femme, I'm actually like, this isn't me. Like, this does not look like me. Yeah. And then, but then it's weird because then when I'm, like, super femme, people are like, oh, you look so cute. Exactly. And then when I'm not femme, like, no one comments on it. That's what's hard I feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. I've been having a hard time getting ready to lately because it's like, I mean, my whole life I've been super femme dressed in femme clothing um gotten attention for like femme looking femme mm-hmm. and so anytime i want to dress less femme i don't know i just have a tough time and i have a hard time figuring out like what i actually want now because it's like sometimes i want to dress femme but i'm mm-hmm. like am i wanting to dress femme because i get treated nicely mm-hmm. and get compliments and i just i don't know anymore yeah, no. Everyone dress however you want, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like a struggle for me, mm-hmm. um, especially with like my queer identity. And then it's always like, well, now I feel like now most people that know me because ever since like I got to college, like I've definitely been super super open about my queerness, mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Honestly, like it's so liberating. I don't know if y'all seen Love Simon, but um, there's a there's a scene where he's like, maybe I just won't tell anyone, and then in college I can be gay, and then he's like wearing all rainbow. <laughs> oh, that's a really funny scene. Yeah, and like that's kind of how I feel because when I'm home, I'm actually like super closeted, which mm-hmm. is super sad. But um, it's been like it's so nice, and like a lot of people that I know know about my queerness and like how I identify, but but then when I'm like when I meet someone like i'm like oh my god do they know i'm queer Mm -hmm. like 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 if it's like a queer girl i'm like does she know i'm queer (laughs) you know like and it's like it's always hard because you never know i know and like i remember when i was little like people would had like nose piercings depends on like which side Mm -hmm. it's like this is the lesbian side (laughs) do you know which side is the like the gay side i 
I don't I don't know. I always tell people it's the right side. Okay. But I wait, maybe it's the left side. I don't Fuck. know. I don't know which side it is, but I'm getting a nose mm-hmm. nose piercing soon and I want it on the right side. Mm-hmm. But that's like for another reason. Mm-hmm. But um my friend Dakota recently was like, Oh my friends are gay and like they all have it on the right side and I was like perfect <laughs> i fit in perfectly whenever i saw an eyebrow piercing i always thought that meant gay <laughs> eyebrow piercings are interesting i love eyebrow piercings I know you do. everyone hates me for wanting one no no yes, whatever yes, you, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we kind of have to wrap it up soon but do you have any closing thoughts about gayness um no <laughs> no all, all the queers come to me <laughs> all the queers here's your number <laughs> no don't say your number I publicly um but yeah if y'all are listening and y'all are um having kind of like a struggle and like figuring out your queerness or if you don't know if you're queer sometimes because when i first kind of like um started like discovering all this like in my head i was like well i how do I know if I'm queer if I've never had any experience with like a woman or something, you know? But honest, if you if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think you necessarily have to be with someone to necessarily decide mm-hmm. what you are. So if you know inside you, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, if you don't know, then just give it a try. Yeah, that too. And um, mm-hmm. I also don't believe anyone's a hundred percent straight. I don't either. Like. The amount of queer girls that have been coming out around me has, like, made me think, like, okay, yes, everyone is gay. Mm-hmm. But then it made me think about how sad it is. Because what if a bunch of guys are also a little gay, too? Mm-hmm. But it's just they have fragile masculinity. And mm-hmm. it's pretty tough for for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is all, like, relating to our experience, which is, like, queer woman of color. which mm-hmm. we in, But we acknowledge also, like, men. Mm-hmm. Um well men is harder well no no not harder but Mm -hmm. you know it's like it's sometimes because like fragile masculinity Mm -hmm. is a thing there's just this thing for like men to be manly and apparently being gay you become emasculated Mm -hmm. so that is a tough thing for guys to deal with so yeah if you're having trouble with like exploring your sexuality or you don't know what you are like one just know you don't need a label you absolutely don't need a label you don't need to be a specific letter in the lgbtq plus thing mm-hmm. spectrum um like i said i just say i'm queer and mm-hmm. i feel honestly i feel comfortable with that mm-hmm. um you also um you don't have to be you don't have to come out to everyone publicly if you don't want to that is a choice and you will not be more or less valid if you do so um i don't know what other advice do you have for gays um I mean, for me, I like to think of sexuality as something that is fluid mm-hmm. and can be changing. It's not something that's just going to always stay the same. And I feel like we're always meant to think that, like, you're one thing and that's it. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, it's always changing. Like, sometimes I'm into guys right now. I'm like, you get away from me. <laughs> and, but, yeah, I just try not to be hard on myself. And yeah. I just, yeah, that's why thinking of it as fluid is helpful for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm um avoid biphobia because mm-hmm. that is real um because like when women like <clears throat> like if it's a woman liking a woman and she identifies as bi or something everyone's like yes valid yes amazing mm-hmm. but if it's a bi woman dating a guy mm-hmm. they're so like shamed for it 
Yeah. Um, and I think that needs to like change because definitely like, um, it it can be hard, you know, especially especially like if you're dating a guy and like you identify as queer, like people will invalidate that, and mm-hmm. that is not fair mm-hmm. to queer women or queer True. people of color or queer people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Neither can I. We're probably going to be sad later and think of a bunch of things that we should have said. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Um, I hope y'all are a little gay because <laughs> honestly, exploring sexuality is super fun and being um, being open about it is also really fun and liberating and recommend it. <laughs> be gay. <laughs> um and if you're not, that's cool too. Like you do honestly whatever the fuck you want. And yes. hook up wherever you were interested in mm-hmm. in date where whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Life is good. Life is good sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Dating queer dating is also sad and hard and emo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it can be great. It can be so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um okay, we love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Um Next week, Vera will be here, so don't miss her too much. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Bye. Besitos. Thank you Tequilin. for having me. Bye. Bye.